Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Huh. Welcome in. Jeremy Khan, Ed Norris, Big Bad Morning Show, Rob Long's off today. Got a lot to talk about as uh, some baseball gets wrapped up. Some, all of baseball got wrapped up yesterday. Wasn't expecting that, but uh, that's what we get. How'd you spend your afternoon, Ed? Sleeping. Really? Catching up? Yeah, had to. Yeah. <laughs> was that now, I always tell people about this. Was it planned like, hey, I'm no. going home and getting a nap? Or was this something like, all right, I'm home and I fell there I'm in out. the chair. Yep. I ran out of here after the meeting. I went and picked somebody up at BWI and dropped her off at home. Then uh, then went home with the intention to go right back out. They said, let me just sit down for a minute. <laughs> a couple hours later, uh, eh. Yeah. What are you going to do? I had the extension of my my wife and I kind of celebrating our anniversary, which it's kind of built over three days. Like, you know, movies yesterday didn't feel well, so we did dinner tonight. Um, Kind of like, you know, Monday was our anniversary, so Mm -hmm. like there's like uh, giving her the card and it was, you know, like whatever. And so last night we went out to dinner. We went to Grill 620 in uh, Ellicott City, which we love. She loves it. And had had a good time watching, finished watching the baseball games there, and um, and then as we're coming back, and I know like everybody's seen this on the road, there were so many cars switching four lanes, like on our drive home. I'm telling you, there were at least ten of them, and I don't know if they were together and chasing each other or whatever. I like it is some of the most ridiculous stuff you're seeing, and I know kids do stupid things and all that. Like I don't know who's driving the car. I assume they're younger. They're tinted, they're weaving in and out of 18-wheelers, and, like, I'm just looking at my wife. I'm like, please, look, because I see it all coming. I see those guys flying in and out, but four lanes across and then right back, four lanes back over to get off at the exit where if he'd have just stayed in his lane, he probably would have got there in the same amount of time. I Forgive me for this, but, like, it's just, it's crazy out there watching some of these guys drive. All the time. It was crazy coming into work this morning. Yeah, and, and look, I'm a guy who, I drive fast. You know, I'm not. Tailgate? No, I don't tailgate. Get out Text while you drive? Well, that's another point. But <laughs> I don't do that either anymore or less. But it, like, the point being is, like, you know, and just watching the guys that are switching lanes and going in and out. And it's it, it always feels like you're getting one or the other. You're getting somebody that's going to go 30 miles an hour, or you're getting the other person that's just going to go, all over the place, but we watched a, a you know some baseball. Had a good time. Um, I jumped on a podcast last night, so I was up kind of late. And uh, yeah, I mean it was it was an interesting day because like you know I had forgotten about when we were talking about it yesterday this, the three game series and how they did it. And I believe it did get started last year. 
I just don't I don't know why I didn't remember the the three game set that they had. And I don't like this format. It just it's like it's over already. And yeah. and maybe people look at the uh game two is like, oh, you know, it's that's it's just like that's I why, get that's it. why you want to get the buy. Yeah. That's why the Orioles it was so important for them to win a division. Because now it really gets like and, and granted they do play three game series all year long. I get that. I, I just there's enough time. There's enough to, like to even go to a five game series. Yeah. You know, two games in the other city or what? Yeah, because yeah, all three were in the you know the, the higher seed city. They all end up being sweeps, and yeah. Arizona uh, takes it to Milwaukee. Like Christian Yelich, I heard his comments after the game. Like, I hope people understand. Like, we've had a really successful five years here, being a small market team and making it to the playoffs, and mm-hmm. we just haven't got to where we want to get. And I don't know that that team will ever get there. They've been snake bitten. They've had a serious injury to any one of their players um, over the past three years. Every single time they get in the postseason, whether it was Devin Williams punching the wall, the one oh, year, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's always something with them uh, with injuries right around postseason time. So, and now we have the matchups that are set, and and the Phillies can beat the Braves. They have they're not afraid of the Braves, as yeah. you said. Yeah, and look, I'm not telling you they will beat them. I just think they're a live dog. I think there's a a reason to like them, and and now because of the sweeps. Everybody gets to set their rotations up the way they want. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because what will happen with Arizona is my assumption is Merrill Kelly will pitch game one for them, and then Zach Gowan will pitch game two. But other than that, like, do you have an issue with that? If you got a one and a two, and, okay, one's got to start in front of the other one. Who cares? Um, but, yeah, and, and now, like, all the rotations are going to get set up, so I don't think it really matters. Uh, not much to the advantage of having – you know, home field or whatever, a buy in the first round outside of not having to play a three-game set. So. Glad the O's didn't have to do that. I don't like the series either. I don't like the way it's, you know, I hated the one game, which mm-hmm. was ridiculous. But this is, you know, I don't know. Well, the the other part of this too, and, and look, we're going to talk way more baseball later and we've got some football coming up as well. But, you know, just watching the series, um, I mean, I'm kind of happy for the Twins, but, you know, good luck. You get the the Astros now. Do you feel like everybody's rooting for Astros Orioles and um or maybe it's Texans uh, Texas Astros because those two teams don't like each other now and different stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then even the stuff that the Astros did when they won the division um calling out the Rangers and yeah. you know busting their chops. But you know like the the way that everything's gone now, do you feel like people just want to see Braves and Dodgers and Orioles Astros? Are the Orioles on that level nationally? I don't even know. I think so. I think because they're getting so much positive press now, being a, you know an exciting young team that hasn't been in it in a long time. I just think it's. I think there are people rooting for them out there. And you know what I like about this is typical where we get these teams that are moving on, and everybody's you're, you're going to say, well, it's not going to be all chalk. So who's the one upset we're going to pick? And everybody's going to pick Texas over Baltimore. Yeah, they, they, I mean they just are because when you look at it, you're like, do you think the Twins are going to beat the Astros? No. Do you think the Phillies are going to beat the Braves? Most people are going to say no, even though that, that I think that's tougher than what people think. I think it's that's a different. Forget all the you know the records and stuff. It's a divisional rival, you know, hatred division rival. They've beaten them during the regular season. Uh, we got Arizona and L.A. too. So Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, you think of the people in that team? They that's the Phillies are loaded. Yeah. Righties, lefties, and the, the only question with the Phillies is their bullpen. Can it hold up? Um, it's going to see a very dominant lineup with the Braves, but again, the Braves are going to try out the same lineup every single day, 
and it's filled with just so much talent. So would it surprise me to see the Braves run rough shot and just go right back to the World Series, win the whole thing? No, not at all. No. But, you know, like when you're when you're trying to look at this stuff, you're trying to figure out reasons why they could lose because inherently how often do we see the best team in baseball all throughout the year just get bounced in the postseason? A lot. Yeah. Frequently. I so. mean, and that's, you know, they've got the best record in baseball. But to see them go out, it, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at too. Like you know, it's won't hurt my feelings either. Oh, wait, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, like and now uh, getting the series set up, so we'll have we'll ha- obviously have some fun on Saturday and figuring everything out. Also on Sunday, so it sounds like for Ravens fans, you should be able to enjoy the Ravens game and the Orioles game, and not have to worry about a crossover if that's an important thing to you. Um, and then the rest of the stuff that's going to be coming out as well. And, and we'll be taking calls throughout the show. We have a ton of guests today because, like, look, it, we, we've said this numerous times. It's, it's one of the biggest sports weekends we've had, or just weekends in general we've had in this city for a long time. I mean, you're wearing your Maryland gear. I, I just realized when I got into the, the station, they asked us to wear Oriole gear today. So, of course, I wore sweatpants and they a did? blue T-shirt. Yeah, there was an email I saw yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, Thursday. Where maybe it's tomorrow. I thought it was. I guess nobody saw it because you guys are in blue. Yeah, (laughs) Joe and I are supporting the boys in blue. Dodger fans. I got a sweatshirt in the car. Shut up, Joe. (laughs) Gray. Shut up, Joe. Nobody. Gray with a little bit of orange. Shut up, Meg. (laughs) Shut up, Meg. (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, like so the baseball series, and then of course I I heard um, being out to dinner last night. It's funny just listening to other people talk, and my wife's looking at me like, "Are you going to chime in?" Guys were asking questions about like. Hey, you watching the Terps this weekend? Who do they have? And it's like, Ohio State, are they ranked? And I'm like, listen. Oh. And I'm going, do I? Th- no, just shut up. Just yeah. shut- you don't need to interject you because don't. then you'll be talking to yeah. everybody the rest of the night. And and I was a little in my spaceship anyway, so I wasn't hungry. I had to eat. Got my spaceship, got my munchies, and I was good to go. So what are you going to do? So it works, huh? For that? Usually for me, yeah. It's, it helps. It's not hurting. <laughs> Things are still going well. All right, we're going to talk some Ravens here. We'll take some phone calls. Don't forget 410-583-1057 on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. But up next, key players returning from injury. It was kind of great seeing all the different names that were back at practice. It was one after another after another. We'll give you the names. We'll talk about it. Do the Ravens have a chance to run away with the division? If they do, it starts on Sunday. We'll discuss it next here on The Fan. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake-me-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show. Brought to you by Life Med Institute. Guys, regain confidence and performance in the bedroom with RevWave Therapy at Life Med Institute. RevWave is a revolutionary, non-invasive ED treatment. Call 410-575-1200 or lifemedinstitute.com to find out more. 1057 The Fan. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good to see guys out there practicing. Different guys are in different stages. You know, we'll, as the week goes on, in terms of all the different guys, We'll see where they're at uh, for Sunday, but uh, it is good seeing guys get back out. That's John Harbaugh talking about some of the injuries, and I saw the uh, Vince McMahon meme that everyone's had where the eyes are kind of, and by the end, his eyes are like lit up, and he's, oh, like it was, I thought it was really well done where it was like, oh, Keaton Mitchell's back at practice. And then it's like, Rashad Bateman's back. Odell Beckham, Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley. It's like everybody's getting excited. But, yeah, like there's um, – here's all the names and what happened. So, Bateman full practice, uh, Keaton Mitchell full. Where are we at? Ronnie Stanley full, Marcus Williams full practice. Did not practice Morgan Moses, Adafi Owe, Daryl Worley. And then limited was Odell Beckham, Justice Hill, Marlon Humphrey. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, it's a good sign even if you don't get – all of the guys back that are practicing this week, it's Steeler week, and I think you know guys gear up for this. I love Roquan's quote, which I know um, we'll probably touch on a little bit later, where he says he doesn't even feel like he's earned it yet uh, because he hasn't beaten the Steelers, and until he beats the Steelers, he's not a Ravens. He's not a Raven player. <laughs> I'm like, where do they find this guy? Like, I love everything he's saying. Like, he's just putting yeah. so much on him. And the weird thing is, I know he can handle all of it, but with um. With all the players with the opportunity that, you know, we could see quite a bit return, um, do, you, do you like them a lot on Sunday? The, these games are always close. It's in Pittsburgh. They just got embarrassed in Houston. Mm-hmm. I expect a much better performance from the Steelers um, this week. But with all of that said, you know, if they beat the Steelers, which they should, they're a better team. They're going to beat the Steelers. Then, yes, they have a stranglehold on this division with – Wins you have wins over each one of your divisional opponents. Road wins, yes. Road wins against the three opponents to start the season. So you're in a fantastic position to yeah. run away with this division. And in my opinion, you shouldn't have eyes just on the division now. You should have eyes on the number one seed. Absolutely. I and mean, I hate to be that guy. They should have beaten the Colts. That was just a that was a, a brain fart that cost them a win. And they should have you know obviously won that game. No fair catch. Take a knee. Yep. Bye bye. And that's that. Instead, they end up getting an L. Um, and they shouldn't have. So, I, look, if some of these guys return and are actually playing, I mean, a lot of guys are practicing. I don't know if they're going to play. Because Marcus Williams, he um, he was practicing last week. He didn't, he didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. And Ronnie Stanley tends to do that, too. He'll be in the practice. He'll practice full, but he won't you know, start the game. Yeah, I think I did the thing I, that everybody did with the Orioles, where it's like, it's, it's liftoff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, who are we signing? No one. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, the trade deadline's coming up. Oh yeah, who are we getting? Jack Flaherty. And you know, like, and and I'm not, I'm not like 
disrespected. I'm just saying the fact that is we always get our hopes up with certain things, right? Like, oh, this is definitely going to happen, and that's definitely going to happen. And I feel like we do that all the time um, with, with with just every sport. You know, you have an anticipation. And going back to that Colts week, there were so many different things that let you down. And then now when you look at it, like, it's funny week to week. People last week were like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. And now this week it's like, are we the best team in the AFC? Like, people are looking around like, you could be. Who knows? Could be. Right now I think it's the Bills, but you could I, be. Could be the Bills. I mean, the Bills now play in London with Jacksonville having back-to-back games in London. So weird. Yeah. And, uh, and then they stayed there, and then the Bills have to travel there. Yeah, it makes sense to stay. And it's just also weird how Jacksonville has kind of adopted that city. Yeah. Well, I don't know how they, that's happened. Well, they don't go see their games down there. Did you uh, Like, the Orioles had more people at their practice, or their, uh, if you want to call it like a hitting scrimmage, mm-hmm. the, the BP and all the stuff that was going on, than the Rays had for their playoff game. Wow. And look, I'm not saying, look, we, we've we been a town where, or a city where, like, now that they're winning, you expect more people out there. But it's not like we're selling out every single night. So mm-hmm. I just feel bad for the, the players on the team. Like, you want you want to have an advantage. You you played your asses yeah. off all season to get that. You want to have an advantage. Well, I mean, you know, if you have a night with his 5,000 fans and they've had them, mm-hmm. that's, the place is completely empty. One but, big echo. But, yeah, you know, uh, exactly. And then that's the thing, too, like, where... You, like I, you could hear the the home fans, the guys that showed up. It, it was a boo, but it was more of a smattering of boos. It's like it wasn't like you were really being booed by all your fans there. But just getting back to the Ravens here, how do you see things in the AFC? Because like Kansas City's offense doesn't look like it should yet, and I think they'll be fine. Um, their defense has played way better than I thought. Buffalo, whereas people are going. Yeah, I don't know about that. The Dolphins game last week, I think they silenced some of their critics. But again, they could we could see them lose to anybody. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you know Jacksonville knocked them off this weekend or something goofy like that happened. No, the London game is always a crapshoot. You don't know what you're getting. That's a lot of travel. A lot. There's a lot going on there. To, you know, and I think that by playing back to back games, I think the Jaguars have a big advantage because you're not doing now. You're there. Mm-hmm. You know, and once you're there and you're acclimated, I think you you feel much better than guys who are traveling. But Buffalo's still a better team. And then uh, Miami, you look at the offensive firepower there. Do they have enough defense to slow things down? Inherently, when you get so great at offense, like like they are with these play designs and they're moving the ball and they've got speed for days, that when it's not clicking the way it should, like it wasn't against Buffalo this past mm-hmm. week, they got away from the run because they fell behind by a couple touchdowns. And they then the problem was Buffalo's secondary is really good this year. Yeah. And, well, in getting pass happy, too, you get a lot of three and outs. That's why that Buffalo game was still on when the other games yeah. were ending. Uh, and some people go, well, it was because of all the scoring. I think it had more to do with the punts that Miami had and the turnovers. And they just weren't running the ball enough throughout the game. So, I, you know, it's it, this is going to be fun just to see how the AFC sets up. I, for one, would not be shocked if the Ravens lost this week just because of the history of this. Just how weird the league is in the history mm-hmm. of this uh, rivalry. I, you know, like I wouldn't be shocked. I do expect them to win, but I think this is another field goal game. I, I can't believe Kenny Pickett's going to end up playing after it sounded like he was going to be out for a month, but now he's practicing, going to yeah. try to play. Um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but to me, it kind of just muddies up the water when you're trying to handicap the game, not knowing what he's going to look like, how long he could play, um, and how close to 100% he might actually be. But those are all the, you know, kind of the debates you're going to have looking at this game coming up this weekend. Um, 
we've got uh, more more to get into with the, the Orioles a little bit later, and we'll take some phone calls on it about game one. Um, but Kenny Pickett says he's going to be good to go for Sunday. How important is Pickett to the Steelers' success? Kind of what we were just alluding to, Ed, and looking at this, like, is it more worrisome? I was <clears> saying <throat> to somebody else, like, I think there are probably a dozen, maybe to 15 quarterbacks in this league that are that are good, you know, that you yeah. can win with. And I think there are a lot of other guys that are just guys. Like, I'm not trying to trash the quarterbacks out there. I think the Steelers have three guys with Mason Rudolph, uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and Kenny Pickett. I, like, I don't, I don't buy into any one of them. If they were your starting quarterback, I'm not telling you you're not going to the playoffs. But if you do, I don't think you're going very far. This is kind of how I feel about all three. And maybe I'm not giving Kenny Pickett a fair shake because Matt Canada is the worst offensive coordinator in all of football. But something <laughs> we, can, we can talk about and discuss. And I'd like to hear from some Steeler fans their thoughts on Kenny Pickett and their thoughts on Matt Canada, who... Everybody up in Pittsburgh hates Matt Canada. Yeah, I think the Canada family hates him. Yeah, I, I think he uh, that seat may be very hot for him right now. It's unreal. I can't imagine replacing Tomlin. No, but Tomlin's the one that's had. It was almost like the stuff with Harbaugh and Greg Rowan, very loyal to his yeah. coaches. And this guy sucks. I mean, he really sucks. He ran. He ran the same play and the same situation. It reminded me of Greg Roman. Like, what if we tried that one play to the left? You mean the one you ran nine times today? Yeah, <laughs> that one. We can go the other way with it. They'll never see it coming. Great. Anyway, we're going to talk about it coming up next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Slap it a bass. Slap it a bass. Yeah. That's right. Ed has no idea what's going on. You didn't say I love you, man? No. And he loved Rush, and he was always out there slapping the bass? Who loves Rush. Well, Paul Rudd's character did in the movie. I guess so did Jason Siegel, but um, nerdy white guys. <laughs> Again, that's very fair. Who likes fish? Nerdy white guys. <laughs> All right, I gotta go to a fish concert. There's a lot of crossover between those two fan bases. I, I've already said that we all should go. I don't know that Rob would want to go, but like Rob would not want to go. I want to go. He'll say he's going. I don't like. I don't even like the. I couldn't even. I think I know one fish song if you played it, um, but I don't know the name of it. That being said, maybe one day. Yeah, maybe Joe and I will share a balloon. Split It'll be open great. and melt. Split open and melt. That's it. Yeah. Well, we were talking more about the Steelers. I actually got a text from a buddy that's a Steeler fan. He's like, they've never fired a coordinator in season. It's time for them to change some of their 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 yeah. uh, their history here and and mix something up. I I'm mean, not really worried about them. They can do what they want. I hope they continue. I hope Matt Canada is there for a long time. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I And again, like the question that we asked, how important is Kenny Pickett to their success? I just think he's another guy. Like, and I may be dead wrong on him, but I just, I did, who was it that we had on the other day? Was it Ber he's uh, Mark Bergen that said um, he's only thrown two touchdown passes or more in one game in his career. That sound right for Kenny Pickett. It's a lot of weapons on that offense, right? <laughs> or there was, it's just, it's it's kind of. I just still think we got to pump up this because this rivalry still exists. It doesn't matter if they're having it, and I don't even know. If hey, look, if the Steelers win the game, they're in first place, same record as the Ravens with a win over the Ravens. So don't sleep on these guys. Yeah, 
You know, it just, but I think it's just because it's such a good rivalry and it just, it's developed such hatred. It, I still get that way, man. And when I see you steal a bumper sticker, I get like, Arr. <laughs> it's just this ridiculous ang- you know, anger you get to the fan base or the team, whatever. Yeah, but uh, you know, with Steeler and Matt Canada, man, like, or with Steel with the Steelers and Matt Canada, I think this is something that, like, really fans. You know how we were going after Greg Roman here. It's been even like stronger there. Like, they fans hate him with a passion. And after every game, like, I I keep retweeting this stuff from Warren Sharp, when who I think's a very pun intended sharp guy, like. Breaks everything down and going, do you guys understand how bad this offense is? Like, it's historically bad with the plays that he's calling. Yeah. It doesn't make, like, even Tomlin last week, they were down 17 points in the fourth quarter, and it was fourth and relatively short from their own 37-yard line. Do you think you're getting the ball back three times? Do you, do you think you're going to have three possessions to get a chance to tie the game, win the game, whatever? Probably not in those last few minutes, especially using your timeouts and all things considered, so at your own 37 line, uh, thirty-seven yard line with fourth and short, game's probably on the line. It's time to go for it there. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say, like, and I know there there was still quite a bit of time left, whatever it was, 10 minutes left to go in the game. But again, are you going to get three more possessions if you punt the ball away? We don't know. I mean, you could. But I think the more likely chance is you going for it and getting it and extending this drive to go down and get a field goal or touchdown and needing two more possessions, or you losing the game because you went for it, didn't get it, and then they end up scoring whatever. It, it, what would matter? Does it matter if you lose by 28 or if you lose by three? A loss is a loss. In the is he NFL. connected to Brandon Staley by any chance? <laughs> Do they have any history together? Well, well, I mean, he's doing the exact opposite of Staley. Staley's like, oh, it's fourth and 17 on our own nine. Let's try it. Like, <laughs> yes. You know, like he's ultra aggressive. And in situations where he doesn't need to be aggressive. That's what either. I mean. Just dumb decisions. Yeah. So, all right, let's go out to the phone lines. Let's get Ethan in Middletown. He wants to talk about the Steelers. What's up, Ethan? Morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. Are you, you're a Steeler fan, right? I am. Ed knows that. <laughs> um, Absolutely, Ethan. Good to hear your voice. As much as I hate to say it, I always hope, hope the Ravens put us out of our misery and they realize that they need to put, they need to fire Matt Canada. I mean, Pick is just not getting a fair shake, in my opinion. And I'll, you know, at this point, we'll never know if. He is just another guy, or maybe he can be a decent quarterback just because he's he's just not put in a correct position to win. At least with the great Roman, he did a better job of suiting Lamar to his abilities. But with the Steelers right now, I think the tide is starting to turn a little bit on Mike Tomlin. I think he's starting to look a little overrated. He has these good winning seasons, never below 500, but they've went years without winning in the postseason. And I think he's really hitching himself to Matt Canada. And I really, I don't want to see him go down with the ship, but it's it's looking that way. He he hasn't had good coordinators in a long time. Nobody ever comes from the Mike Tomlin coaching tree. So I, I think it's a bigger problem than just Matt Canada. I think it might be a Steelers, the standard is the standard way of thinking. It might be outdated now. What about Tomlin? What do you think? Is he? Would you be happy if they made a change, or are you happy with him? That's a tough thing because I agree with people. I don't know who you'd replace him with, but I, I don't know. It just seems like things are getting stale, just kind of like with Belichick. He doesn't have Roethlisberger to bail him out for his whole coaching career, just like Brady bailed yeah. out Belichick. Yeah, I, you know, like th- – Look, I think Tomlin's a great coach, and, and Ethan, appreciate the phone call. Um, you remember 
Mark used to call him Hampstead. Yeah. That's his son. Oh, awesome, man. It's, yeah. it's great to hear from you. Me and his dad used to sit next to you. He had always wore a steel jacket to the games. And I'm talking about a kid. They played in high school football together. So I'd have my Ravens gear on. He'd have a steel gear. We'd sit next to each other. But he's a good man. <laughs> such a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, man. There, a, lot, a lot of those guys that were calling in uh, for years, um, you know, and I, I, I told people this. I said, you get so many phone calls here. I talk to people. I talk to Rashawn more than I talk to my own family most of the time. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, I like Rashawn better than my family. Yes, me too. But no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. They're probably listening. Uh, that, no, that being said, like with the Steelers and then the rivalry and everything that's going on, there is that great respect for Tomlin. I think there's a great respect for Harbaugh by the league, but at the same extent, that loyalty is. It, I think it's kind of a catch-22 with being loyal, like giving guys opportunities. Like Mike Tomlin doesn't win a Super Bowl if, if they fire him. or You know what I mean? Like there was that talk about getting rid of him early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, is this working out? And then they, they end up winning the Super Bowl, you know, as, as things have gone. And I think sometimes, too, like coordinators get way too much blame, but there are situations where they deserve it. And I think here in Baltimore that Greg Roman that time had passed. You, you need to yeah. move on and try something different. You're not going to move forward and win that way. And then on the flip side with with Pittsburgh, I give them credit for flipping it up when the league started saying there's advantages in throwing the ball and turning Big Ben into this gunslinger, which he was, but he was a guy that was really successful throwing less than 20 passes and making big plays when he needed to in the play action with his feet, whatever. Um, but they really embrace going out and getting these receivers yeah. and, and and affecting this league with their the you know their pass game. I think I think he made a great point with Roethlisberger because I think this is becoming really pretty clear that without Brady Belichick's not the same. Without Roethlisberger, Tom's not a successor. He's like what two nine and seven nine eight seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not. And I you know if you what if you put Tomlin with the Chargers? Yeah, think about it. You got a quarterback. You got two. You got weapons. You got great pass rush. I mean, all of a sudden now it's a, you know it's a different game, and I think it's wasted on Staley. Let's grab one more uh, call here. Let's go to Chris, who's in Parkville. Chris, you're on the fan. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great show as always. Great show. Thanks. Love listening to you guys, man. Um, yeah, I was just going to chime in on uh, on Tomlin. Sometimes uh, it's like you know when you're around for so long. Uh, it's almost like you get numb and you either let change happen around you or you make changes. Maybe now is just one of those instances, you know, to, to, to make a move. Yeah. And, and I think it, you know, it might, and appreciate the phone call, Chris, it might be time for them to figure that out. And, and again, it's, it's going to be the coordinators before it's the head coach there. I don't think, yeah. I still think Tomlin's a good coach. I just don't, so I. I don't like, um, I don't like the quarterbacks that they've kind of hung their hats on. I just like the way Tomlin handles himself, you know, in, in his post games and on the sideline. I just I really admire the guy. I think I had more respect when I found out what was actually going on during the Antonio Brown saga that they didn't leak out. I thought he had a pretty tight ship there for years. When he leaked the, when the video, you mean? They no, no, the like there was so much that was going on oh, before uh, the blow up yeah. that they kept under wraps with him. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, it's like, did he just walk off the. F- what the hell is going on? Is the best receiver in the league not. They're not playing anymore. Yeah. Let's, you know, there was all kinds of issues there. So, all right, we're going to talk some Orioles, take some phone calls. we got a commission's Baltimore at 715. But up next, the Birds have their start time for game one. Michael Ice is encouraging people to get out and support the team and the local businesses. Where are you watching the game? We want to hear from you. Ed and I will tell our stories where we'll be this weekend. That's coming up next here on The Fan. The Big Bang. Update from the yard. The yard. On 105.7 on 105. The Fan. Playing here, just being at home and... 
getting to soak in that moment with all the fans that have gone through the, the losing and just being able to walk out onto the field, look around and enjoy that moment with all the fans that share the uniform with us. This is why you do this for six months and, and to have this opportunity in front of, um, with this group, especially the special, great character group of guys. It's been a lot of fun managing this year and hoping to play for a while. There you go. That's Austin Hayes and Brandon Hyde uh, talking about it. They have their start time for game one. I don't think any of us are really surprised, right? One o'clock game on Saturday. Had to be. Yeah. It had, had to, to be, be the early be. game um, to make everything work. Yeah. There were people saying that Fox didn't want to, they were fighting over the college football slate, didn't want to, you know, have to deal with that and baseball at the same time. But, you know, when you have extenuating circumstances of a concert that's already been, and we've seen this happen. Didn't mm-hmm. it? There have been teams that have moved their games. There have been concerts that have moved because there were issues. So, um, But with this situation now, the way that it's going, at 1 o'clock on Saturday, do you have somewhere that you plan to watch us? Are you going to the game, Ed? Um, I got offered tickets on Saturday, but I just it's just going to be a really busy day for me, and I feel like it'll be better for me to be watching that game somewhere where I can see everything. Because I want to watch Maryland. I, I will probably. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to watch it. I may watch it somewhere, or I may watch it at home so I can actually watch it. Um, and then I have to work that night too, so it's kind of like I got to be there at four o'clock. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you see the Shogun fights. So you're not going out getting lit up? No, 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 no. I'm just going to. You're going to do that at night? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hope not. <laughs> yeah. In the red corner. What's your name? Hey, you. <laughs> hey, little boy, blue. Are you fighting or not? <laughs> What's your name there, sweetheart? Where yeah, you I from? <laughs> I'm Eddie. <laughs> is that your mother over there? Tell her I said hello. Anyway, the the point is, like, looking at the birds starting game one, Saturday, 1 o'clock, how do you feel about the matchup? Um, and where are you at with this? Because we kept saying we don't care who we get. Um, I think you said you'd rather see the Rays. I mean, they were all... <laughs> Look at what the Rays have gone through. And they've been terrible in the postseason, and it feels like everybody gives them a pass. You know? Yeah. They're a great regular season team every year. Every year. Really amazing. I don't know what happened to them. You know, I still think they were the better team, but boy, did they. Well, they lost their entire rotation at the rotation. Point the and the, you know, they had the whole thing with Franco. and They've had a lot of obstacles this season. But anyway, they got to the postseason with, what, 99 wins they had? Yeah. You know, so. Isn't it? But wouldn't it be fair to say that they lost. Arguably three of their five best players. Yeah. I know Yandy Diaz won the batting title. Randy Rosarina, everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. Brandon Lyle, um, Shane McClanahan, and Wander Franco, all for different reasons. McClanahan was a Cy Young favorite at the time. Yeah. And he. this is a couple times now we've seen him get hurt. They've had some injury issues. Tyler Glasnow's been off and injured. So now it's like, what do you do there? Um, yeah, but people do give him a pass. It, it's different, though. If the Yankees had those types of injuries, we'd be talking about it and focused on it because they'd be spending a, a boatload of money on those players. And then now when you look at it, like, are these players that now that Tampa's going to have to say goodbye to? Remember, they had Brent Honeywell, who was one of the top prospects in baseball, never panned out. They just released him, too, and he went off to the National League. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, like, it, it is funny to look at uh, the teams and, and what we have in place. I mean, this Texas team, you know, they were they – were, um, Basically giving his flowers to Nathan Avaldi last night for how he pitched, talking about oh one of the best big game pitchers and this and that. I'm not worried about facing him. I'm not worried about facing Jordan Montgomery, who I think is really good. Um, I am concerned over that hitting lineup because they're very potent. I do think the weather 
and how this stadium's built will nullify some of the power, but you got to eliminate big innings. And I think that's an offense that's very capable of it, one through nine. And if anybody hasn't watched um, uh, the young player that they have, Evan Carter. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Carter Evan, believe it or not. It's Evan Carter, who, when he reached base his first seven times, he's just been outrageously good, hit a bomb yesterday, uh, was four for four on um, on in the first game. So another guy that nobody was – saying anything about and this is where we talk about the player the the unheralded guys remember we were bringing up could Jorge Mateo be an x-factor who if you had Evan Carter as an x-factor congratulations I didn't see it for Texas but Mm -hmm. he was he was great um and even looking at uh, Corey Seager was fantastic last night I've been saying it if there's no Shohei Otani Corey Seager's your MVP he's had one of the best years we've seen in a long a long long time um and it's not just power he's a guy that hits for average clearly too yeah it's kind of a shame, though, because, I mean, not that I don't want Otani to win. I, I don't care if he wins every year because I think he's just special. Um, as soon as you give it to him, you have to give it to him every year if he has a year like this. Because yeah. there's there's no rhyme or reason to it. Nobody can do what he does. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, he's just so good. He really is. And then, you know, you look at the – the Rangers have had their troubles, too, with injuries here, with, you know, DeGrom and Scherzer, and they pick up these you know, big-name pitchers and they end up getting hurt right away. So they've had their issues. Um I don't know. Look, I, I still look. I think sometimes we forget, and I, that's why I'm getting a little peeved at the national media, where they're just basically predicting the Orioles going to be knocked out in round one on the division series. I'm like, the best team in the American League. Yeah, like that you can't take away from them. So why do you feel this way? Have you watched this team play? Absolutely, and and you know we want to hear from some of the fans here. We're going to take some calls four one zero five eight three one zero five seven on the WGK Law Hotline. Where are you watching the game on Sunday or Saturday? Excuse me, one o'clock. Are you going to the game? Any concern over the weather? The whole Billy Joel thing. I mean, there's there's a lot of factors that could change things on Saturday. Um, but with everybody sweeping, the rotation should be set. You should be able to pitch whoever you want. I think outside of Nathan Avaldi pitching game one, he would go game two mm-hmm. for them. They might go back to what they had with Montgomery. Um, and I'm sure Andrew Haney will be in there. So that's a lefty with uh, who does give up some hard contact. So it's going to be a fun series, all things considered. And I think a new developed hatred for another team in the league. And we'll start hating the Rangers <laughs> accordingly. So we want to hear from you. Where are you going to watch the game? What do you think about the series? 410-583-1057 right here on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.